Welcome to Hearts and Minds. This is Siobhan Scullion. I'm joined by Maura Cassidy. And today we are going to ask the question, can you improve your friendships? Yes. That's a good one. It is a good one because I think, um, you know, as adults, you think, you know, you have your close friends. Then there's always a question, do you have time for more friendships? And and maybe you've had experience of friendships where you've been a bit burnt. Um, Other friendships, people have come and gone. So, and then you're kind of time poor. You You're know, very time poor, isn't it the true? older you get. Yeah, especially when you have a family as well, or if you have, you know, heavy commitments professionally, you're time poor. You're, yeah. yeah, you're time poor. So I think, um, I actually, there was a really nice quote I read during the week, which was um, St. Thomas Aquinas, who mm. is a big philosopher in the Middle Ages and um, a great um, figure in the Catholic Church. Yeah. And he said, there is nothing on this earth more to be prized than true friendship. That friendship is the source of the greatest pleasures, and without friends, even the most agreeable pursuits become tedious. Mm. So I thought that was quite nice because sometimes yeah. you know you can be tempted just to not complicate your life sometimes yeah. because even meeting your friends can be a little bit tedious sometimes because you know it's your time it can be a little, <laughs> and then finally you get to meet and something crops up and yeah. then you're wondering is it just me or is it do they really want to see me and there's all kinds of things that can go yeah. on there. So um, at the same time. Um, I think, you know, as going back to St. Thomas Aquinas' quote, that um, friendship should be pleasurable, mm, you yeah. know, and if it's not, in other words, if friendship is a bit of a pity party, mm. well then, um, if you're not enjoying it, it won't work. Mm. And it may be another kind of relationship, you know, maybe a mentoring relationship, maybe a work relationship, maybe an acquaintance, but the relationship maybe isn't friendship. Yeah. And I'm not saying that sometimes we can be tired or sometimes this or sometimes that, but usually you should come away from meeting a friend sort of in, inspired or energized. Revised. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So um, the other nice thing, I saw a couple of things is how how can we kind of overcome the effort? Because sometimes there's an effort to meet people. Like even after COVID, there was that whole sort of acronym FOGO, you know, the fear of yeah. going out. Yeah. <laughs> You know, and yeah, the, and I don't it wasn't yeah. anybody. Just and in, w- case. in case, yeah. and also people were kind of, they, you know, they did very studies on this that showed that people were more reluctant to kind of just have these kind of casual high by kind of big yeah. social circles yeah. events, whereas they preferred to meet up with close family or friends mm. and have a nice dinner and good chats, mm-hmm. which is obviously per- beautiful and wonderful. Mm. But I suppose, um, you know, can we improve our friendships? Well, it's helpful, I think, to reflect on a few things, few ideas which I've taken from various different books. Um, including John Kodabak, who we talked about earlier. Mm. Um, and we put his book at the end of this podcast and a few others. Mm. Um, but lived friendship. So friendship is, is, is if it's not a habit, if there's no regular acts of friendship, it doesn't exist. Okay. Yeah. Now, I'm not saying we can have school friends who we meet after years and we still kind of connect when we were yeah. 12 or 16 or whatever. Yeah. And we still have that. But there does need to be a sense of, um, you know, of, of making the effort, whether yeah. it's a WhatsApp or whether it's yeah. whether it's uh, just a missed call or whatever it is, yeah. some kind of input, yeah, exactly, regularly. yeah, and um, and I think it's also nice to reflect on that, you know, if there's effort, you know, and habit means that we have to put effort to mm. reach out to other people. You'll often find people tell you, thank you for making the effort. Like I've heard people say they meet up a friend and they're always doing the running, do you want to catch up, do you want to go for dinner, yeah. or whatever, and the friend will always say, God, you're, you know thank you for making the effort. I don't, and I really yeah. appreciate you doing it because often it shows that they're just not used to it. Yeah. And I think sometimes when you give yourself permission to reflect on the value of friendship, mm. which is like, you know, as women, two women sitting opposite each other, having the chats, catching up, having yeah. the, you know, the belly laugh, mm-hmm. sharing silly stories or whatever yeah. it is and reaching out about or worry or a concern or whatever it is, you know, 
those are moments of just great sense of humanity and a great connection. Yeah. And they give us a sense of belonging. They give us yeah. a sense of I'm valued for who I am. Mm. And so sometimes, you know, if you give yourself a chance to reflect on that as friendship, then it gives you the, you might say, the the oomph to make yeah. the effort each time. Yeah, to make the effort, yeah, to go, yeah. And oftentimes if we've had friends in our lives who've always made the effort with us, well, it, you know, we value that and we want to replicate yeah. that in our own yeah. friendships. Yeah. Um, and the truth is meaning, we only find meaning when we put effort into the things we care about. Mm. So if we're putting effort into things we care about, well, then there will always be a payback. Yeah. You know, so it's not like, you know, so I think that's helpful to remind ourselves of that our, our, and our happiness doesn't depend on our successes, but on the love we receive and the love we give. Yeah. And that's kind of, you know, a very kind of common idea. And yeah. that the habit of happiness, therefore, really is when we give ourselves in friendship. Yeah. You know, and um, so. All Which is, sorry, I was just going to say, it's it's kind of counterculture in a sense. Kind of yeah. countercultural. Um, because we would almost assume that, well, when I get everything I want, then I'll be really happy. Mm. But actually, when you are giving of yourself to another person, and maybe you have a friend who is in a particular season of life where they just are swamped with work or they're swamped with babies or they just, they're kind of living in the trenches and they just can't make that effort. If you're making the effort with them, they do deeply appreciate it. Mm. They really do. And actually, you feel great too. You know, you do, you actually, that's where the happiness really is. Mm. It's not in kind of getting everything that you want from your friends. No, it's yeah, because it's you're, and that's uh, dead right. And I think yeah. sure I totally agree with you that in a sense, we get the sense of value because mm. we've, we've been to, with somebody, we've made yeah. the effort for somebody else. We feel yeah. we've made a difference. Yeah. And that's yeah. hugely important. Oh, it is. You know? Yeah, absolutely. And I think, you know, as you say, it's not, um, we're not like little slot machines where you put money in and you get something out and that's yes. the way it works. That really, you know, where we get so much a sense of purpose and meaning is just mm. by giving of ourselves yeah. and yeah. and um all friendships are good you know and there are many kinds of friendships you know i'm always fascinated by that because um aristotle the famous greek philosopher said there are three types there mm. is the friendship of pleasure the friendship of utility and the friendship of virtue or the, mm. the, the, the that space of deep and meaningful friendship where there's mm. kind of mutual sharing bonding growing together and i think it's really interesting like the whole thing of you know the friendship of pleasure is, you know, the typical, and you can find all of, all of the, all of those types of friendship in the one person, or you can find one in the one person. Yeah. Particularly the, the pleasurable one, of course, is, is when we can kick back, have a laugh, go for a beer and, oh, she's great yeah. back. You yeah. know what I mean? And there's, you know, you, you just miss, oh God, it'd be great to have her over for some yeah. bit of a giggle. And yeah. She's the one that brings the crack. Yeah. Yeah. You know, she's kind of like mad, but she's great. Yeah. And, um, and then, of course, you have the utility one, which is the kind of sort of the networking kind of you scratch mm. my back, I scratch yours yeah. type thing. And then, of course, the one which Aristotle would have called the virtuous one or St. Thomas would call the virtuous one. Um, C.S. Lewis does a lot of reflection on friendship as mm. well. Um, but I suppose I think that one's interesting because um, those, you know, that 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 friendship, those kind of friendships are few. They're the ones... Um, Although all friendships are authentic. It's not to say the one who's a bit of crack isn't authentic. You really mm. love her for the the laugh and the yeah. fun and the joy she brings. Um, it's good that we have many kinds of friendships. But I think the thing about um, the virtuous one, like that's the friendship where, where there's, we can say what we think. It's sincere. It's honest. It's 
genuine, genuine, yeah, yeah. genuine friendship. So you've been through stuff together, mm. and maybe you've had moments where it's been a bit sort of frizz- frozen, or a yeah. bit, you know, a little bit. But that does mean that it is genuine, exactly. Yeah. You know, where somebody said something, and you say, "What did you mean by that?" And this yeah. is, "Look, I didn't mean it this way, but I care about yeah. you, and I'm just concerned about the other." Where people can say what they think, and you yeah. really want to know what they think. Yeah. So you go, "What do you think?" You know, not everything yeah. from, "Do you think this dress is genius dress?" Okay, to yeah. everything from, "Do you like him?" or "Listen." Yeah. This happened to work or, oh God, so-and-so. And your, kind of, your friend kind of goes, listen, do you know, you're becoming a bit now. Yeah. You yeah, know, that, they, that yeah line. they put you up on things as well. Exactly. Yeah, when you're becoming a bit self-absorbed you're, or whatever. You're a bit self-absorbed or a little bit sort of like, do you know, I don't think that's fair or listen, hmm. you know what, whatever. And you kind of, you're kind of a little bit, hmm? you know, yeah, taking down a peg or two. It tote, that's exactly it. It stings. <laughs> stings a little bit. But you appreciate it. You, you do. do. And it's kind of, that's the space. Yeah. You know what I mean? So I think that's really helpful. And and when you're feeling the sting, mm. those are the moments the, t- the temptation is to go away. Yeah. Because there is a zillion blog posts online about narcissistic friendships or yes. narcissistic relationships. Yeah. I'm not saying narcissism isn't out there. Of course it is. It we is, all have a bit. Yeah. But I don't believe they're narcissistic people, personally. Yeah. I think mm. we can all be a bit like that. But yeah. You know, sometimes but not true narcissism, yeah. really, in the clinical sense. Yeah. Well, you'd hope not. Yeah. Um, because but we all have, you know. To, to, to kind of say that person is, you know, that's it now. That person, you know, I'm just going to block them from yeah, my life or whatever. That's a really dramatic step. Oh, it is, yeah. You know, and obviously, you know, there may be situations where you need to kind of just put up a boundary there because mm. it's not helpful at the moment and people need to find their space and regroup or whatever. Fine, there can be reasons for that. But it's something we tend to do after a lot of thought, a lot of suffering and because it's better for everybody. Yeah. But it's not a case of, you know... I just can't, you know, I can't take the feedback. Yeah. That's a different story. That's a different story you know, altogether, I think. yeah. Um, but anyway, I suppose the valuing all our friendships, you know, obviously the time we spend with each one varies. Um, I was thinking about the thing of controlling, you know, um, to avoid controlling friendships. Yeah. Now, yeah. I don't know if it's, because sometimes we can look for assurances from our friends, you know, and maybe it's because I know teenagers and they may tend to do that. But yeah. Um, but I, I think it's really important to give to be free to give lots of inputs and leave it to the other person to respond. You know mm-hmm. that way, or yeah. you know, I was. I know this sounds totally off off track, but I was recently listening to a podcast about um about uh, Pilgrim Fathers who went to the US. Mm-hmm. I listened to it a while ago actually, but it, it stuck with me. Yeah, and when they went there, they had what was called salvation anxiety. In other words, they need to be sure they'd be saved. Yeah, I think that's hilarious. I should say I think it's hilarious, <laughs> and sometimes we have that need yeah. to know. Is she yeah. really my friend? Is she my best friend? This kind of thing, even as adults. Yeah. And, um, you know, and I think it's just as, you know, you give what you can to a friend and it's it's mm. unconditional, you know yeah. what I mean? And and sometimes they need to do the talking. Sometimes yeah. they need to be the one that needs to be supported. So when somebody's up, somebody else is down. And that's yeah. the nature of life. Mm-hmm. Or sometimes you're, you know, whatever. Uh, so time and intentionality are important in friendship. And, and that does take a lot of discipline to make it happen. Um, but deep friendships are necessarily, as we know, lovable mm. and they're trustworthy. Um, but, but there's no such thing as a speed friendship. Mm. You know, you know, you can find it. The lovely thing is you meet somebody and you click with them. Oh, you mean you know, a speed friendship in the sense that, you know, that friendship just becomes like, becomes great, like great friends overnight. Great, yeah. great friends overnight and they meet up and it's great, yeah. it's fantastic. You're always there yeah. for me because, you know, you're like a robot. Yeah. You know, because yeah. nobody's able to do that because no. life changes and move away. They have a new job. They have a relationship. They have less time for you. Yeah, you whatever. make a challenge, whatever. Exactly. Yeah. Um, I always like to think about, you know, these mad kind of, I don't know what they're called, but kind of these wild gardens that are springing up all over the place oh, yeah. post-COVID. Yeah. Um, and before we call them weeds. 
But um, um, <laughs> so are we, yeah, some weeds, wildflowers. <laughs> exactly. But I think it, there's so much of our friendships that are a bit like those wild gardens. Yeah. You know, there are many different kinds of flowers in that garden and each grow as they are mm-hmm. and they flourish as they are. And that's yeah. what every friend is like. So it's lovely yeah. to have that sense of spirit of kind of like, you know, carefree approach. Yeah. Um, I always, I like George Eliot a lot. I'm sure a lot of people do, but mm. she had a lovely quote. She said, um, and I like to apply it to friendship, actually. She said, um, it'll never rain roses. When we want to have more roses, we must plant more roses. That's beautiful. So that is it, beautiful. it gives us permission in a way, I think, as adults to reclaim old friendships. There is yeah. something lovely about, you know, texting somebody or, you know, it's so easy. We can do it on LinkedIn. Yeah. We can do it through Facebook. We yeah. can do it so many ways or Instagram, obviously. Yeah. You know, I'm not saying you troll, you know, you know stalk people, yeah. but you can look up somebody and you can offer it. You always recognize old friends. Yeah. Um, and then you can go, listen, saw you, great, you know, yeah. God, you know, love to connect if ever you're in town, yeah. listen, best of luck, see you doing great or whatever. Yeah. People always, I've never met somebody who doesn't appreciate that. Yeah. Never. No, n- neither have I. Or thought, oh, what are they doing? Getting in contact with me? Ex- oh, no. weirdo, must block no. them. No, yeah. no. They never think that. Though. No, maybe if you're a teenager, you might do that. I don't well, know, maybe. they're wonderful. Yeah. But um, what kills friendship more than anything is kind of passivity or inertia. It's kind of mm. like, oh, I don't really bother. Or I did my bit and she's not responding. So, day day. Yeah. You know, because that really doesn't work. So I think that's that's kind of helpful. Um, but anyway, just love of others, you know, that whole idea of sincere love of the person. You know, if somebody's kind of going through a hard time or saying things to you that you're finding a bit hard to absorb because they're trying to be honest, mm-hmm. well, that's never a reason to end a friendship, you know? No, no. Because love goes more than just pleasurable. Yeah. And you don't make, you know, it doesn't matter what you were saying. It's not just about feeling happy about yourself. Yeah, and actually that shows that they do love you. Well, like exactly. if they, in the sense, you know, if they feel that they can say something to you that they know is probably going to initially hurt you or upset you, but is for your greater good, then actually that is, that's a much deeper expression of their mm. friendship, really, in mm. a sense. Well, I often think of the, you know, the film The Help. Oh, yeah. Such a classic. Yeah. You know, those friends, like, not friends, mm. you know? Those ladies, you know, yeah. that... um the help with the where the help was yeah you know, wonderful woman and her friends um like those women who hung out together yeah it's, you know it's those superficial superficial and they were yeah. so fearful yeah of you know the help the help <laughs> you know they were but they were so fearful of each other yeah you know what would they say when i leave the room there was no yeah. sense of freedom yeah. there was no sense of love there was no sense of you know authenticity yeah it's very it was, calculating in a sense oh yeah. superficial and and yeah. completely materialistic mm. Whereas, you know, and you just thought, God, that's that's really toxic stuff. Yeah, it's toxic. Yeah, you that's know. the word I was thinking. I thought there's a word in my head. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. And it's just toxic. So, you know, genuinely loving others. That's why it's helpful always to sit back and go, but you're what's, you know, to give a bit of space there. And mm. the environment for true friendship is obviously one of trust. It's, you know, where we can say what we think, where we can be ourselves. It does require a sense of... um you know, spontaneity, you know, or initiative, you know, um, not just kind of, hey, let's just go for coffee. You know what I mean? It does yeah. require a little bit of that. Um, and I think as well, you're not giving into inertia with our friendships, you know, um, uh, the Frozen movie, which every mother in Ireland yeah. is, is knows every line of it. Um, I always think of the line, just do the next right thing. You know, in, Frozen two. in Frozen 2. In Frozen 2, excuse me. Thank you for clarifying that, yeah. Siobhan. Yeah, it's your favourite, <laughs> I know. So, you know, it's helpful, you know, 
because in our friendships, it's always about, well, what would I like some, what, what am I looking for in my friendships? Mm. You know, um, obviously there can be friendships, as I said, more of the style of the help, the movie where they're toxic, yeah. they're, you know, based on just superficiality. There's somebody who's kind of manipulative in it mm. and kind of dictates yeah. the atmosphere. Typically like a school, you know, when teenagers yeah. hang out together and there always yeah. seems to be somebody who's the drama queen and the leader. And you're mm. kind of going, I don't really like this, I don't feel comfortable, but yeah. I'm not confident enough to step to, away. To step away from it, yeah. Those are obviously not the kind of friendships that are helpful. And sometimes we can be a little bit surprised and let down by friends. And sometimes it is important to go, do you know what? Their values don't relate to mine. Now, it's mm. fine if people's values don't relate to yours. You know, as long as you're able to respect each other and journey yeah. together and share those values and, you know, you know, want want the best for each one. And yeah. you you kind of have that sort of intellectual curiosity to yeah. look for the truth or look for what's good and beautiful. Yeah. But if your core values are so misaligned that you end up going down, Yes, then it's not a good idea. No. Exactly. So uh, the real genuine friendships should lead to a mutual growth. Mm. You know, yeah. the best friendship should For lead both of you, yeah. both yeah. of you in the sense that in some ways you challenge each other beautifully to, yeah. to journey together. And just to bring it into the spiritual space, like St. Gregory and St. Basil were the best of friends yeah. and they're fathers of the church. Yeah. You know, um, St. John Paul II, Blessed Alvaro del Portillo and St. Mother Teresa of Calcutta were also very yeah, close friends. friends yeah. So, you know, and as we know in the Catholic tradition, saints are the, you might say, the apex of humanity because mm. they're people who weren't afraid to be, to step away, to give of themselves, to heroically go beyond yeah. just the call of duty and mm. to give of themselves yeah. and to not be afraid to make an impact and obviously love Christ ultimately yeah. and others through yeah. that. So that's not a bad example. Mm. Um, and I do think as well, which is also nice, just again in the spiritual space is John Cudderback, who we refer to at the end. Yes. He yeah. did say that um, true friendship is where you know, whether and true, where virtue becomes happiness. And what I mean by virtue is, think of the virtues, the virtues of patience, joy, um, of understanding, of, you might say, gen uh, generosity, of yeah. honesty, sincerity, all those lovely mm. virtues, those beautiful sort of yeah. richness of the human person. That he said in God's plan, human friendship prepares us for friendship with Jesus Christ. Yeah. So as you know, as Catholics, we're journeying towards heaven. This isn't mm. our, our last home. Yeah. And friendship prepares us for that. Yeah. You know, um, and it's God's chosen way to prepare us for life with him in heaven. Mm -hmm. Because heaven is really isn't about floating around in clouds and, you know, having wings if you're an angel, obviously. Yeah. But it's not about, it's not that sort of sense of no, bliss. It's not, yeah, no, it isn't. Um, and I, you know, I, often I sometimes reflect or what might heaven actually look like. Okay, this is slight off tangent mm -hmm. here. But then sometimes I wonder, you know, it really will be kind of a community, like family, your friends around with you. That's just my thoughts. It's not any, there's no like theological dogma to bring that. So, but I think what John Cutterback says there about our friendship, our friendships on earth, it's really beautiful. It's a way of like, kind of get, in a sense, getting you to heaven as you're mm. journeying to heaven that you can bring your friends with you to. It's lovely. I just really like John Cutterback. So no, it's, it's really, just, and it's so powerful yeah. because to think that God would want friendship. Yes. You know, yeah. and that he wants that he friendship with us. Need it. Yeah. And that he wants it too. Yeah, he wants it too. He wants it with us. He knows we need it. It must mm. be for our good. Yeah. Um, it's a very human thing. It's a very beautiful thing. Yeah. It's a human thing and it's a holy thing. Yeah. And to be human, it doesn't yeah. mean to, to holy, it doesn't mean to a holy water on it. just mm. means we need yeah. to enjoy it. Yeah. It needs to be a space for, yeah. for genuine sharing, growth, love, and yeah. just the best of all that's human. Yeah. So I just, I think that's a beautiful idea. Um, and I think also the sense that as well is that our friendships, that none of us are flawless. You know, so, um, 
Yeah, you know, I think if you're waiting for the perfect person, you will never find them no. here on earth. No. And I suppose it's good for us when we get a jolt in friendship. You know, sometimes when somebody yeah. lets us down or isn't there for us when we really needed them or didn't understand something or yeah. just did something silly. Yeah. Just said something stupid. Those are moments for us to go, well, you know, step back and say, well, what did I expect? Yeah, what were my expectations? Yeah, that they would always be perfect. Exactly. You know? And we wouldn't want that either, really. Because no. they're not fully human then, really. <laughs> they're not. And also, we're not like that. No, we certainly aren't, no. So it gives us sort of permission to be human as well. Yeah. So I think mm. that's also helped for us to realize that. Um, and yeah, and I suppose it's just, I suppose it, it, this podcast is really an opportunity for us to reflect on how can I help my friendships to grow? And if there's one takeaway, it's it's that thing of the habit, trying to reach out to people mm. all the time. You have yeah. a list of people. Yeah. It's just people drop off our radar. Yeah. And then you know? whenever we hear their name again, we remember, oh yeah, remember I was great friends with them at one stage. Yeah. Because our circle of friends just gets gets yeah. smaller and smaller as we go on yeah. in adult life. And we have great ways of actually keeping up with people, whether it's yeah. through Facebook or Instagram yeah. or whether it's, you know, through LinkedIn. Mm-hmm. It is ways. And sometimes it's worth giving the time to sort of building yeah. up a LinkedIn page. I haven't done yeah. it all myself, but in any event, it's yeah. a good thing to do yeah. or whatever it is so that we can. And it's not, it's just because, yeah, it's just because we need each other. And I do think, you know, if we have a great broad range of friends Mm. that it just enriches us so, so much. Yeah. And it gives us perspective on ourselves. Yeah. You know, because so often we can be going through something or, and you just feel very lonely in it. Mm. Whereas reaching out to a friend and she goes, oh, wait till I tell you. And you go, wow, yeah. you feel that way too. Or you have that struggle in your work yeah. or you're whatever it is. You're not the only one. Yeah. You're not the only one. And you suddenly realize that wonderful connection between us mm. as human beings. Mm-hmm. And the truth is, you see, when you're in school and in college and in the workplace, you're with your friends all the time. Yeah. You know, whereas when you're, you know, people form commitments and move on in life, whether it's kids yeah. or otherwise, is that, you know, you've less time for friends. Yeah. And so you're dealing with little people, older people and your spouse or just, you know, it, it depends on your setup. So in that sense, it's a wonderful opportunity to think we do need friends. Yeah. You know, yeah. so it's not a luxury mm. and um, and it's worth giving it that bit of time, you know, and using whatever means we can to do that. Yeah. Um, and to be intentional about it. Yeah. Exactly. Being yeah. intentional about it. And that can be sometimes just looking at our calendar for the next three months. And saying, yeah. Once when, every yeah, two weeks, yeah. I'm going to meet a friend. And you set it up that it'll work. Yeah. You know, whether it's a babysitter or whether it's you other have to come home a bit early or whatever it is. And mm. um, we need those kind of helps to be practical about a friendship because we're not just going to bump into them in sort of the coffee bar or whatever it is. Yeah. That's great, Maura. Thank you so much. Not at yeah. all. Thank you. Sure. Great. That was brilliant. A wonderful talk on friendship. So thank you very much for listening and we will see you in the next episode. Bye.